Hello, Dollarino. Hello, Dollarino. Oh, you um, sound terrible. Oh my God, everybody keeps saying this when I'm sending them voice notes. Sorry, I look, actually look worse than I sound. I feel, let's maybe get Mark off the videos this week. Um, yeah, not drinking and started smoking. <laughs> on the vapes. Oh my, no, where the vapes? No, doll. Um, I just, listen, I just have a good time. And despite the constant workout that I give my voice, it seems to be the most fragile thing about me. And no matter what I do, I seem to lose my voice so easily whenever I'm having a night out and I'm hooting and hollering and dancing about I just seem uh uh-huh, I just seem to lose my voice so easily hen. So anyway, but no, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Yeah, fine though. Fill me in. How was your weekend? So you went to Brussels. Wow, the <laughs> secret is out. Uh Rebecca yeah, looked amazing. Oh, didn't she just my god, she looked amazing and She's such a wee button. She's she's been on the bridal boot camp doll, and she is. You know when you can just tell somebody's obviously like they've worked really hard. They're feeling good about themselves. Their outfits were gorgeous. So it's amazing, honestly. Um, I look like I could be doing my couple of nights in ICU. By the looks of me. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, sorry. I just because you didn't laugh at my joke there. I just thought, oh, oh. <laughs> thought there must be a sound issue. <laughs> Kidding on, I could see you laughing, I just couldn't hear you laughing. Um, so she looked amazing, but yeah, it was so we went to Brussels. Now, I won't lie, doll, that probably wasn't you know, we weren't like bridesmaid, WhatsApp made, let's go to Brussels 10 out of 10. But mm-hmm. you know, we're in a cosy living crisis, there is no such thing as a cheap flight anymore. There is no such thing. Without, so we were sorry, doll, I was sorry, without revealing where we're going for Polly's. Like eye watering. There is no such thing. I don't know if we could have got a wee Logan Air flight up to the fucking Western Isles or something in Gla- in Scotland. But anyway, yeah, there's no such thing. There's no such no. thing. Was there not used to be a ninety nine pence Ryanair sale? Oh my god, yeah, I maybe used to get them like one pound flights and all that. But even though years ago, my mum worked for like Thomas Cook, and you used to be able to. What was it she used to call it? Like. They were like these like last minute deals, right? And it was like seven, you got seventy two hours notice, so you could honestly get flights for like a tenner. Mm. Obviously, you were going in seventy two hours time, so that obviously only suited a certain kind of person. But um, that just doesn't exist anymore, and we were really struggling to find somewhere. So obviously, you know, as we'll chat about in this episode, like you set a budget, and it's still a lot of money, but you're to nowadays to try and get a really jam packed weekend. It's tough for like, a group of people because women are so different to stags. Like, we need entertained. Do you know what I think? Yeah, we do. And I think like the planning, like being a bridesmaid and all of that, it, you know, I think women take it really seriously now. Oh, my God. It's like being called up for the Hunger Games. Like, I, ah, here we go. So I don't know. would be interested to know. I don't know if it's because guys generally have one best man and all the planning seems to land with them although i mean not yeah not that i'm going to say that josh was the best groomsman in the world i mean he's not even been the groomsman yet it's in july but jamie had a stag (laughs) a couple of weeks ago and we had a group zoom me josh i wasn't on the stag jillian and cammy cammy's the best man one week before they went on the stag let's have a look at some bits to do in newcastle it's just not the same kieran howie did an amazing job for logs i thought but he did it all himself 
maybe I'm get, giving the groomsmen a disservice, but that's the impression I got. Totally agree, though. Like, it does seem to be a more a one-man band when it mm. comes to stags, which I don't really know why. And having planned many hens, I honestly don't know how they do it. So, yeah, I, I don't know how they do it. I, I you know, it's a, it's a tough gig for six of you, never mind one of you. Mm. And I don't, I don't mean that in a, it's not enjoyable way, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it, it does definitely feel like it's very much like almost like a job. Like, yeah. you know, you're presented with a bit of a brief from the bride. These are the kind of things I would like to do. This is the kind of yeah. thing I don't want to do. These are the people I want to come. See you there. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're saying that like we didn't do that to each other. Like, it's exactly what we did. Yeah. You know, I sent you that message. You sent me that message. Fine. So, and um, what, what you expect. See, when you're saying, so I was bridesmaid for Hannah and my best friend Layla and they get married within two weeks of each other. And I was, for, I will say this. Sorry about that. Okay. Fortunately, I was on mat leave. I mean, unfortunately, I was on mat pay, but fortunately, I was on mat leave because I could not have done the two. I couldn't, I couldn't have done, like, they were so close together that I honestly, like, spent so much time. I could not have been raising two young kids, bridesmaids twice, with and working full time. I would have mm. had, I would have had to have got a line from my doctor. Can you imagine rocking up? Hello! <laughs> So I'm nearly writing my own sick life at the moment. <laughs> Does Jenny get married this weekend? Next. Okay. I've got I've got one week's breathing space and then I'm on to my next bridesmaid duty. Have you got anything on this weekend? I'm coming up to Glasgow though. I'm seeing you. Oh yeah, of course we're seeing. Oh my god, right. <laughs> Are we gonna do a dollar? Wait, we'll do the live episode. Great. <laughs> Coming to my studio, hen. <laughs> That's it. I'm coming to the, the OG Riverside studio. Can't mm. wait. Oh, God, that's going to be funny, though. Anyway, back to my weekend. It was, it was sensational. So I'd never been to Brussels. As I said, you know, we, we were looking at where as like, a reasonable flight. Now, it's only about an hour and a half away. And it was really, flights were really reasonable. And it was a bank holiday weekend. So, again, that's going to increase yeah. the price for all it, right? Where are we going to get somewhere kind of cheap and cheerful? So... Yeah, the kind of two places were Paris, but the bride was due to be going ahead to Paris. So we kind of were a bit like, oh, right, no, we won't go there. We'll go somewhere else, want her to have yeah. our own thing. So we ended up booking Brussels. Now, none of us had ever been to Brussels. Didn't really know anybody. I actually forgot my friend Claire lived in Brussels. But, you know, we, just, we were like, Claire Rotary. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Big shot lawyer. So she, anyway, Susan, she mentioned me that actually the other day, eh, or yesterday, and um, yeah, just didn't want to expect. Can I say it is now? It is up there, doll. Query my favourite European city I've ever been to. No, what? Like, so why? Why? Architecture, food, like what? Can't be the drink, doll. Sober queen. I know, oh my God. And do you know, doll, it would have been as well because. Beers. The beers, and you know I love beer, so mm-hmm. I, that was quite painful to watch everyone enjoying their beer flights. And I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, another sprite for me. Oh, anyway, so I need number one, the weather mm-hmm. was like 23 degrees all weekend. Hello, perfect. Yeah. Number two, it was huge. I didn't expect it to be so big. It was massive. 
Yeah. Our apartment is right. We stayed in a place called La Monnaie Residence. So oh. it's, it's French speaking, even though it's in Belgium. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, La Monnaie Residence. It was great. I think we found them on booking.com. Apartments, a couple of apartments each. And we were right by in the middle. Like, couldn't have been more central if we tried. Every, we kept joking. We were like, every time we put something in Google Maps, it was a seven-minute walk. Well, I, but like, I didn't know where that is tonight. It was a seven-minute walk away. And it was, everyone was so close to us. It was amazing. And, uh, yeah, the, the architecture, the buildings, oh, my God, stunning. Mm-hmm. And it was so busy, though, jumping. The was atmosphere it? was amazing. Amazing. Did like, you wild nights just, out? Were you out all night? Or? This was the laugh, Rebecca's like, I'm not interested in a real party, party vibe. Like, you know, I'm happy. Like, I don't need to be out till four or five in the morning. Oh, let me tell you. She was up till two the first morning. She was out till half five the second. And then out till two or three the, the Sunday as well. Every night. And, and were you at all sober? Yeah. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. I was then. Perfect. I was out. I was last man standing. First and second night, I was out till five. And then Sunday, I was broken. Because, though, you know what it's like. You did it for mine. We'll do it for Polly's. We love you, Polly. It is exhausting being on the... the, the yeah. But, you know, I've done a few of these hen weekends where I've been a bridesmaid, and you are on host mode. Yeah. Or seven. You are, you know, it is exhausting. Like, you are yeah. hosting, hosting, hosting. But, you you're know, I don't... You're in yeah. at five, and you're... Smashing avocado at ten AM for the boozy brunch, correct? Correct. Frying frying off, off the sausages the next morning. That was me. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody knew how to work an induction hall but me. So I was the I was the chief sausage fryer. <laughs> <laughs> well, though you've you've done a couple of McMuffins in your day. <laughs> well, listen, dog, exactly. I know I know how to throw make breakfast together, and her name is McMun. <laughs> Love it. So great. Oh. Honestly, anyone listening, if you've ever, and it's, it was never even on my radar to go to, but I am now, I'm talking to MD that will come back with me. I'm like, get me back to Brussels. It was sensational. Can't, couldn't couldn't rave about it more. Honestly, on the Saturday night, I mean, I will make you laugh, though. So, like we always, like we were saying, like, hens, you want to be entertained. Like, there's no sitting about on a hen. Like, there's no, you know, I mean, was, was it not Josie Stagg and... Uh, his brother Ewan was his best man who thought he'd booked them the paintball and but actually the place was down they were like perfect let's just go sit in a pub for 12 hours and get absolutely steaming yeah no issues Mm sing karaoke Mm -hmm. no issues so I had booked the Saturday night uh, what looked like a kind of cabaret show initially right so I'm like it's girls yeah great 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 that's a cabaret show and we were like oh amazing amazing because for those that don't know, we did something similar on my hand. So I am, I love a drag queen. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. An ally till I die. Love the, the you know, girls, gays and everything in between. Yeah. Love it. So I loved all that. And we went um, for my hand. We went to I love that night, though. I know. The gay capital of Europe. And we went to this incredible drag show. And probably, you know, my my school friends, they love it. They absolutely love it. But it probably wouldn't have been something that they were, you know, that would have been an obvious choice yeah. for them. So for Rebecca, who's one of my school friends, 
you know, when I found this show, I was like, you know, she absolutely loved that show on my hand. I'm sure she will love this. Yeah. I don't know why, but two weeks ago, I started just having another Venosi at it, which I hadn't really done initially. And I'm like that to the girls. Oh, my God. Girls. I think, I'm not sure about this drag show, girls. Like, why? And I was like that. Because I went on uh, Instagram and there's a lot of what looks like uh, whips, chains and leather on it. And they're like, oh, my God. And I was like, in the word freak show keeps being used oh my god and i'm like you know we all love it like you know rebecca loved a bad drag but i don't know if she's watching a live bdsm show my my jesus christ so that was me stressed out stressed out and i'm like to girls do we cancel it do we do we just cancel it and they're like that oh my god don't know don't know thankfully they they were a bit more relaxed they were like listen it is what it is it was 20 euros if it's rubbish we just leave. We'd scouted out loads of bars. If it's rotten, we'll just go somewhere else. We'll just leave. And I was like, right, okay, no, he's all right, he's all right. They were like, because, you know, you just never know. So we went in and, oh, honestly, though, <laughs> you know, being greeted at the door and, like, Brussels, you know, Belgium, like, just cool, like, you know, Amsterdam, you see those kind of clubs on TikTok and stuff, they're also cool. So the girl that greets us at the door, she's got shaved head, peroxide blonde, she was gorgeous. But And then stood next to this other guy who's, like, smoking, you know, they're all looking us up and down because we are in the fucking pink head to toe, Rebecca's white head to toe, we've got the pink sunglasses on. We couldn't be more... Brits abroad hen if we tried. I mean, we looked amazing, but you know, this was very edgy, cool. So I'm thinking, oh my god, this is just gonna be too hipster for us. Yeah. Anyway, do you know, doll, and this is when you just you just can't you should not judge things by their cover. She was so nice. She was like, Oh my god, girls, you look amazing, you look amazing. What are you here for a hen and everything? So she was chatting about us, sat us down. Luckily, there was two tables left, so that was perfect. So we sat down. It was quite small, quite intimate. Oh, right, okay, fine, fine, fine. And I mean, <laughs> I was, I was sweating. Like, I was sweating. nervous. Uh huh. And the girls were because like, you were sober, though. Oh my god, no! I was that fucking hell. So I was like, oh Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Because so I had forewarned them. I was like, girls, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a wee bit nervous for this show. Like, we've kind of made the plan. If it's not great, we're gonna leave. To me, Rebecca is just the best. She's so she's so laid back. She's always like, listen, don't even worry about it. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. She was totally like, please stop worrying. It'll be fine. And I was yeah. like, I was like, don't you won't be saying that when you're fucking hanging upside down with a leather collar in your neck. But anyway. <laughs> the jock strap on. <laughs> so anyway, she did keep saying this. Like, I'm not going on the stage though. Oh. I'm not being pulled up. She said, see if something were want me to do something, you're gonna What's that, for fuck's sake. So that. okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> me in the stage, okay. Has that any chance to put in the dollar? You know, it's no worries. <laughs> so we go in, drinks are being served, fine, fine, fine. And then the next thing, you know, this next bachelorette party comes in, a bit more, you know, not as kind of glam and like all mm-hmm. bits and bobs and frills and frocks as we were. Wee bit more low key, and um, but you know the bride. I mean, I say low key, not as gorgeous as us is basically what I'm trying to say. Okay, not as glam as us. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And um, they came in and they sat in front. Thing. So then, oh, I'm actually forgetting as well. The other thing I'd saw when I looked it up was the fact that it was a bit of a cop. Like, all the videos I'd found of like 
the comedy in it, all entirely in French. Oh. Rebecca's sister's like, not sure my standard grade French will get me through a full cabaret show, Hannah. <laughs> J'habite à Bishop Briggs on a cross. <laughs> I think that's all we had. <laughs> oh, je suis un hen party. Je voudrais une beverage. Merci. So, and that was as we were like, oh, fuck. And we were laughing, like, oh, fuck, this is all in French. We're done. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so out comes the compare. We're like, screaming, screaming, ooh, it looked amazing. It looked amazing. Amazing drag queen makeup and all that. So out it comes, blah, 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 blah. French, 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 French. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then they all knew I was so stressed. I could feel them all looking at me. And I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, so I can't tell you how lucky this was. Like, the, it was so lucky. Because basically what happened was we could kind of hear murmuring. So he was saying things and it wasn't getting like, a massive response. It was getting a response. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was like a significant portion of the room that weren't responding. And some, In French. No, like the, the wooing and the hollering and the laughing. Right, okay. Sorry, I thought you'd been saying things and not getting a response because we're saying it in French. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, oh, so right, he's okay. trying to be in French, but we don't know what the hell he's saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people, and one of the girls said that they could hear people saying like, parlez anglais, parlez like speaking French, speaking English, speaking something like that. So then he was like, oh, oh. He's like, is there people in this room that do not speak French? And we were all like, <laughs> and then he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. How many in this how many people in this room speak French? So like quite a few put up their hands. And then he was like, How many people don't speak French? Now I think that other bridal group were Italian that had came in, so they could speak English, but they couldn't speak French. Yeah. So they all put their hands up, we all put our hands up, quite a few others stuff. And he was like, Oh my god. So he was like, Am I gonna have to do this show in English? And everyone was like, oh, no. He was like, does anyone not speak English? Which, embarrassingly, nobody put their hand up. And you're just like, that's when we're so unfucking yeah, cultured. I know. Bloody English. He's like, I'm going to have to do a show in English. So we were all like, wow. Oh, perfect. And the Lord, he did the whole show in English. It oh, was amazing. God. And basically, it was like this worldwide cabaret show just by chance. So they had the winner of Canada's Drag Race, just won it, was on. Wow. The- the third place winner of uh, France's, yeah, France's Drag Race was mm-hmm. the other one. And then the other singer was this guy, was an Irish guy living in London who was like quite a quirky, not really a drag queen, but like just like a performer. Yeah. And he was amazing. Oh my God, he was amazing. He was our favourite. And we were funny because he was doing all this UK. Oh, there was people from the UK here. I guess, probably, and we were all like that. We need to tell him. We are Scottish, not English. Yeah. In Scottish. So then, uh, and then submission, we'll add to him. We need to just let you know that we are Scottish. We love Irish people, did it all this. And he was really laughing. And he was like that. This has been the best night. So he was there to perform. And he was like, for me, this has been the best. Because the last two shows have been entirely in French, the last two nights. I've not had a clue what's going on. Like, I'll come on, do my bit in English. And, and then, then leave. The uh uh-huh, the rest of the show's in French. And I don't know what's going on. And he was like, and they do it, they did this like wee quiz bit, guess the law, like all these stupid laws. Is it UK, Canada, or France? Like, so and the three of them came on. He was like, you know, the past two nights they've been doing that whole gag in French, and I've been like, oh, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Tonight, 
it's been in English, I've understood it all, it's been brilliant. So he was having the best time ever. And also, though, and he also was like, all his stuff was very British pop. So, you know, yeah. the reactions from us, though, he came on and he did this. So his first thing, he was an amazing pianist and singer. So he came on and he started, he sung the chorus. So he came on Not and he did a chorus. No, it was actually a Fleetwood Mac song that the chorus covered anyway. And um, and he was doing this whole Lilton bit. So he was like getting us all to sing along and we were singing the whole bit. And then he came to, and then his next song was Superstar, but doing like Jamelia, but doing it in like a very acoustic, funny piano way. And we just started all singing along straight away. And he was like that. People don't normally sing along this early, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Fucking sensational. So, and honestly, I, like, all the girls were like, this is amazing. I mean, and then there was a couple of intermissions and they were all having fags. So we were all out with the drag queens. Rebecca was getting all the pics with them. And oh, it was you need all, to honestly, them, Yeah, so we'll put them on the Insta. It was amazing. So that was called um, Cabaret Mademoiselle. So you all need to go to Brussels and you all need to go to we'll tag it. Honestly, honestly, honestly. They were sane fucking sensational and I just you know, I just fucking love a drag queen. So I was just in my element. Oh my god. So so the one that won Canada's drag race, obviously Celine Dion, French mm-hmm. Canadian, came on. She did a lip sync to some Celine Dion and then obviously she came into Titanic. Oh my which god. do we tell the listeners about Yeah, we need to. This is my so favourite story about Hannah and her sister, by the way. So backstory is, I have a borderline obsession with Titanic. Well, I did as a child. Not was anymore. This... No, not anymore. Leonardo DiCaprio, like, my first sexual awakening at, like, five years old was Leonardo DiCaprio in the Titanic. What do you mean by sexual awakening? I just think, like, he made probably your first fanny flutter, you know. <laughs> okay, don't maybe this is a thing that me and my uni friends have talked about. Like, the first time you ever were, like, you, like, fancied somebody and you were, like, I don't know, just really fancied them. No? Yeah, I mean, it probably did happen, but I can't remember if I was five. Anyway, yeah, back to you your fanny flutters. And... Uh, back to me, my Leonardo DiCaprio. Did you start going with Philip Schofield at that age as well? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, wrong sex. Yeah, I'm not a man, so he wouldn't yeah. be mm-hmm. me. But if he had oh. his eyes closed and listened to you the day, thank you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh just honestly don't loved it can I tell you the main reason why I loved it because it was three hours long and whenever my parents and my fam at the family parties once they sit and get pissed they would shove me and all my cousins up the stairs stick on the Titanic mm-hmm. they wouldn't hear a peak from us for three hours mm-hmm. that is why we became obsessed now I remember I used to run up and down so my grand used to have a really long kind of galley kitchen and I First pair of heels I ever got, like the heeled boots. It's probably about six years old. I genuinely remember running up and down my grand's kitchen with a clitter clatter as if I was running up and down the deck of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not joking, though. Used to do it like, you know, when the car would steam up and I'd yeah. stick my hand on the window and run it down. Oh <laughs> my. I didn't know why. I didn't understand why that was. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Just used to do it. Anyway, the best probably story was when. My sister and I were about, like, maybe, like, she was about five or four and I was, like, six or seven. And my mum and dad said that, like, we were really quiet. And I'm yeah. sure you can fight to this, Karen, if your oh. children are quiet. 
that's a concern. Yeah. So they said they were like, it's been a bit quiet. What are they two up to? And they were in the kitchen and, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And they were in the kitchen. <laughs> and they were like, have you seen the two of them to each other? No, no, no. So they proceed to poke their head into the living room door only to find my four-year-old sister lying, she, <laughs> she lounging across the couch, completely starkers. Kate Winslet-esque. With a gold, I mean, me and Olivia do laugh a lot and know exactly the necklace, but we yeah. still remember the necklace this day. A gold heart necklace that she had. And me, sat in front, six, maybe I'm <laughs> Philip Schofield, six, <laughs> <laughs> drawing her. Oh. Drawing her. Oh. My mum and dad were like, what are you doing? And I turned around and like, go away, we're playing Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I think that's where my mum and dad were like, right, I think it's time to bin that video. Yeah. Bin the VHS. No, don't Rip the poster we... off the back of your bunk bed. So, so we, we at that time... Our spare room was our playroom and we stayed, We had bunk beds in the tiny like, wee study room. All that could fit in that room was barely each other and the bunk beds. How and ever, we had, and I kid you not, the floor-to-ceiling <laughs> Titanic movie poster. We were upset. I used to kiss him night and all that. But, oh my God. I used to kiss him. Um, what was the one with the spikes from Steps called Lee? Oh my god, I thought we were going back to Gareth Gates. No, 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 not Gareth Gates. Yeah, Lee from Steps, he was my kiss goodnight in the poster wall. I just Rotten, at least it wasn't H. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been sorely disappointed then, though. I know. Oh, we just love the Titanic. So I do, like, you know, all my friends know that I was obsessed with the Titanic. So next thing you know, this drag queen singing Celine Dion, my heart will go on. And I was like, this really is when my two loves collided, the Titanic and drag queens. Like, I can't believe we've spoken about that for 20 minutes, though. Well, it was worth every second because you all had to know about it. <laughs> oh, my. So my weekend was very boring in comparison to that, though. No, no Titanics or BDSM? No Titanics. No. Survived the postcode lottery oh, on Friday. Um and then we had a bit of a quiet weekend, I think. I can't remember, but we had a christening on Sunday. Josh's friend Blair and his partner, Jane, you are due a ring, actually. I was thinking that, sitting in the christening. Jane's a big Dollarino's fan. Um, partners, we get all their christening. And it was really nice. Do you know, the only unfortunate thing was that I was going out that night to, to the Lovable Rogue, if anyone's... Um, in Glasgow once a Sunday roast. Oh my God, a Sunday roast, Hannah. I need to send you the photos. Did I send you the photos? Unreal, yes. yes. Unreal. Um, I won't do oh, the 20-minute dissection of the roast dinner because mine came piping hot. Although, right, only thing, eight things been served on a chopping board. Oh, do you, I? I don't know. I just think, are they ever clean? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's actually from my PTSD of working in Epicures in Highland that everything was served on a fucking chopboard, fish and chips, fucking salads, <laughs> the whole whack. <laughs> Honestly, it was a nightmare. But no, we had a nice day and um, I did promise Jane a shout out. So 
We'd such a nice day at your christening, Jane. And I was looking at her, so she's got an older boy. Or Wayne's christening. Or Wayne's christening, not hers. Her her awakening. And she is a mum that I would honestly aspire to be like. She is the epitome of a mum that's kids have just slotted into her life. Do you know what I mean? That's like um, the bold Emma Deacon. Yeah. He's he's in tow for the party. I mean, she was 20 weeks pregnant. Our second one's already in tow. She's 20 weeks pregnant, though. She's out till two in the morning in Brussels. God love her. Also so good about that. Oh, she's some girl. I don't know how she does it. She must be knackered. I know. She's amazing. Honestly, I I, I bow down to her. I don't know how she does it. She's And she just parties on. She's some girl. Like, honestly, she's amazing. Yeah, what a gal. But no, it was great. And the other thing that I did all weekend was sit in stock Claire Cameron's hen. She actually listened to the dollarinos on the way back from her hen. Thank you, Claire. I mean, it looked amazing. They the looked details. Really great. It looked quite similar vibes to, um, similar kind of vibes to my hen mm. back in September. Loved it. I just, yeah. I mean, we knew Chelsea Boyd was going to bring big guns with the details. She yeah. is that for that. She's a gal after my own heart. She mm-hmm. knows what she's up to. She's one of her bridesmaids. Obviously, we talked about Cooked by Chelsea as the same person. Um, yeah, they're they're all coming to Rebecca's home hen, so I'll get the. Are session. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll see you there, Dolly knows, and we'll get. We'll Does do Rebecca not want to answer it? No. So no. Sh- okay. Okay. I'm not going to announce it in the pod. That'll be amazing. Oh my god. Okay. Exciting. I wonder when Claire's getting married. I think it's September. I don't know. Really intrigued to see Claire's dress, actually. Claire's out- outfits were amazing as well. Yeah. They were. Love that gold thing that she had on, like, for the boat. I thought that was gorgeous, yeah. kind of a cover-up thing. Yeah, she looked amazing. But um, I think that just comes back to the point of, like, how much planning goes into these things. Like, and it's so oh nice. I I can honestly say, and I've spoken to people that this isn't the case, like, I can honestly say that every hen that I've been on unplanned, I've still enjoyed it. Yes, you're a host. Yes, you're, you know, probably funding a bit extra than everyone else. But mm. you still get to really enjoy it. And the best thing for me is, and I will say this, I love seeing, like, my best friend being the bride, having the best time. That is what it's all about for me. Oh, doll. See, this weekend, watching Rebecca just living her best life was, that is a, like, you're right, and that is, I, I agree, like, with, but all my friends' hens that we've done, like, all you want is, you know, you've been meticulously planning this for months, thinking, because, like we say, like, you know, hens aren't about you, they're about your friends, so there's lots of aspects, and, and of all the hens that I've planned, there's aspects about them that I'm like, some some more than others, I'm like, mm, I probably, that wouldn't probably be me, but it's very them, and that's what it's about, like, you need to put what you would want aside, you're not planning a weekend for you, you're planning yeah. for your pal, and Seeing them just loving their life, I just there is uh, there is nothing better. There is nothing no. better. Like obviously, you love your own, but there is just something about looking at your friend and being a bit like I was part of the reason that they are having such a good time. Like I just love that. Like, and that's why even when you're like, God, what a stress or money or whatever it costs, because everyone keeps saying to me, how the hell can you afford all the eight million hens you're on this year? But I'm like, there is nowhere else I would want to be though. So, or spend your money on. Yeah. So Shout out on. to Cost Split, by the way, for any bridesmaids. Anyone needs a good mm-hmm. app for splitting the monies. Cost Split is the best thing. I honestly have, like, on Cost Split, all the hen stuff that I was part of last last year. It's all hen stuff. Yeah, it's just the best. It? Yeah. It does make life easy. I would say, like, 
I know we've said it before, like we were like, oh, we'll talk about kind of hen tips and stuff, but, you know, it's very different for every hen that you plan. Everyone's different. You know, bridesmaids slash hens themselves. It's groups of people that aren't friends kind of trying to come to us. You know, it's like school projects on steroids, I think. Yeah, well, it, is, it, is, it's, it is. It's like group work. Mm. Because you aren't necessarily, like, for me, I had two of my best friends from school and then my two best friends from uni. Um, but you were, I suppose, Leila and Alicia have spent time together. You and Paul had spent time together. Obviously, but as a group in the group dynamic, I think the first few weeks of like sussing that out and mm. and what what are people's strengths, weaknesses? Well, yeah, there's not weaknesses, but like what are people's strengths is more like you know who likes what and who's going to be in charge of what is the best. You, know, you have to suss that out, like you know, no no man is an island unless you're on a stag. Yeah, like for girls, you need to have somebody who's going to you know, do the budget, keep an eye on that, do the spreadsheet, which is such a task in itself. Like, yeah, it is. That is a, that is a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. Um, and it's thousands of pounds you're dealing with here. Like, oh, for our friend and Polly's... And your I'm, money. I know, I'm money. sitting here with like fucking circus four grand in a Monzo pot. <laughs> Let's hope nobody knows, knows where you live, hen. Let's hope nobody's trying to steal your bank details this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah. Like you're, and then it's also like because everybody's bad and we're all bad for it. It's been the same every hen I've ever done because everyone loves the bride to bits and they love all the bits. Like, oh, I bought this, I bought this, I bought this, and then you're like, whoa, 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 where's this budget going to, guys? Like, we need to hold on, hold on. So that I would say a really good spreadsheet that everyone can access and update would be a big top tip. Getting things like venues secured early because yes. your big things are like what your venue is going to be or like your destination, like get getting them secured early helps kind of, you know, then suss out what you've got left. I suppose the main thing is you need to know your numbers. That's yeah. that's all. A, a hen for 30 is very different than a hen for 10. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I also very- think my main bit of advice is always keep the bride, at the, like what you were saying, Hannah. Yeah. It's what they want. So see for me, like, I love karaoke like that. I can't imagine like not doing karaoke, but I know that is like some people's worst nightmare, but, and you know, you obviously know the bride really well if you're her bridesmaid. And I think keeping her interest in what she loves to do, key to the plans of the day. Like for me, if someone put me on like an assault course or something like that, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like that is my worst nightmare. Do you know? And I think there's some, there's some sort of static hen activities that you can do. You know, everyone seems to do cocktail making or something like that, but there's so much more variety out there now. And I think um, you can really personalise a hen to the bride. Oh, doll, what will we do when this part of our life's over? Oh my God. Well, I'll finally have a bit of money, to be fair. So mm. I might see my husband at some point. Mm. He's kind of forgotten what I look like. Um... But yeah, no, I know. I'll be so sad. It's it's the most special time. So yeah, that's all our kind of hints and tips for um hens. We always do talk about hens probably every bloody episode, so more coming mm-hmm. that way. Um but hope you've enjoyed hearing about Hannah's weekend and we are really and, excited. And Titanic obsession. And Titanic. <laughs> And we are really excited to announce that 
we will be doing a Dollarino's live. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I, we'll just be together. We could do it live. How would we do that? Oh my God, we're like two moths who don't have a clue. I know. Anyway, coming for you on the 5th of June, Monday evening. Wait. Cannot wait, Dollarino's. So yeah, hope you've enjoyed that this week. As we say, we'll be plenty more where that came from and we're Claire Cameron has promised us some juicy dirt. She did yeah. say she's going to send us a wee voice note yeah. of some juicy dirt. So there might be some more hen tips and hints on Monday night when we catch up with you. And probably when we listen back to this and we think about it, we'll probably have more bits to tell you. But that's the that's the top of the top of the head, of the back of the hen chat that we can think of. So have a wonderful week. It's meant to be amazing weather this week, by the way. Yeah, no looks unreal have an amazing week guys enjoy the sunshine have all the apparel spritzes that i wish i could have and can't wait to catch up with you next week dollarinos thanks guys bye Bye, dollarino bye